Hello, this is Chuck Solomon, and welcome to the Candidate Experience Podcast, where we focus on the job candidate journey from apply to onboard and the space in between. Let's get started. care about the candidate experience, but have you ever wondered exactly how to bring your company to that next level and offer a world-class experience to your candidates? It's not easy. Fortunately, Candidate.FYI can help. Their solution guides candidates through your hiring journey, enhancing transparency and communication at every touchpoint. You'll also gain valuable insights on what's working and what's not with your hiring process. Best of all, it integrates directly with your ATS. Head on over to candidate.fyi and see how to transform your company's candidate experience today. Welcome to the Good Karma episode. We are recruiting professional. Commodore is my special guest. Listen in as she shares her insights on the job candidate experience. You'll appreciate both her perspectives and her positive energy. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and do share with others. Want to comment, discuss, provide feedback, you can send me a note via LinkedIn or via the contact form on our site, www.vcx.xyz. I thank you for listening, and here's my interview. Hey, D, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Doing yourself, Chuck? I'm doing well. D, how did you get into this whole talent attraction space? It was in 2008. I attended a job fair, and mm-hmm. um, Tish Moore from Green Sources at the time had interviewed mm-hmm. me and um, hired me on a spot as the recruitment coordinator. And after working there at Green Sources, sources on assignment and seeing mm-hmm. the impact that you know all the recruiters had on people's lives it basically piqued my interest and then for therefore became my career path after working as an as a coordinator excellent thanks for sharing that yeah i try to ask that same question to everyone and and i think everyone's path into this career is um is unique and different so um and i've I think I've yet to hear someone say, oh, I, I planned on it from my entry. <laughs> doesn't, it, it doesn't sound like you planned on it, right? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I definitely didn't. Um, however, it did pull from my background because, again, to me, recruitment is about relationship building, customer yep. service, and, you know, being from the island, you know, that's something that is, important because tourism is the main economy for my community and so i wanted to go originally go into hospitality management so this is just to me it's the same thing but it's just the flip side of it so i get to utilize my passion and my personality and you know again impact impact people's lives at least i hope so (laughs) (laughs) i bet you do so you're in a job search now, correct me if I'm wrong, you're still searching for a job? Yes, I'm still searching for my yes. Gotcha. I'd love to know, and if you'd share with listeners, like, 
you know, describe a challenge you know you're facing during your current job search. Sure, um, I think it's all encompassing, but I think the takeaway is that some recruiters. I don't want to focus on just the negative, but sure, I will start. I'll start with the positive. I have encountered some really awesome recruiters. Some that even I didn't get the opportunity that I would definitely like to work with them again because they made me mm-hmm. feel valued. So the flip side of that is that I'm encountering some recruiters that really I feel don't recognize the power that they have or the impact that they have on people's lives. And what I mean by that is that the lack of etiquette or sometimes professionalism and don't realize that don't realize that there's somebody else on the other end. Um, where it's like there's, you know, stories of ghosting. I've experienced that where you're ghosted mm-hmm. and, 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 I know, and I feel like it's an insult to us, my colleagues, our Green Banner gang, essentially, that we have a level of expectation that we may not get the job. You know, our hope is that, but we also have that realistic expectation that we may not get it. So give us that credit and still give us that respect that, okay, D, you weren't selected. You could send me your auto-generated, auto-generated email saying that, sorry, John, next candidate. But when you don't respond to me or you don't say anything, it still has me thinking there's an opportunity there. And it's sure. lingering. It's not after, not until after it's like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I was like, okay, maybe obviously I get it. And when I reach back out, I mean, oh, I thought that I had, no, did not. You know, and it's like right. you establish a relationship with the least you can do is close it out and, you know, show me my respect. I deserve respect. Uh, not just me, but my colleagues deserve respect. This is a very vulnerable situation for us that we're yep. saying, hey, pick me, pick me. And it's like the least you can do is treat us with respect and, 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 and also value our presence and also our experience. Because it's not for us to put ourselves out there all the time, especially after receiving countless rejections. You know, we're already sure. vulnerable. So just close it out, let us move on, and just, just show respect. I think that's the biggest challenge with recruitment right now. Respect, yeah. I, I, I'm totally in agreement with you. I think ghosts or ghosting, I think, um, you know, that's, that's only appropriate maybe on Halloween, right? <laughs> um, um, it's not, exactly. not, it's never appropriate, especially in the sort of the hiring process or process and stuff. And I, I really like what you shared about the fact that recruiters have a lot of power and impact there um, and that they really should respect and value um, folks, um, they might post one job thing and they might get 200 people applying for it. Only one person gets hired, but what about the the remaining 199? <laughs> so exactly. I, I think what you said about, you know, like weeks later, you haven't heard anything. And I mean, I think it is common courtesy just to close the loop. Like, <laughs> Like, exactly. You cl- close that chapter. Let us all move on. <laughs> so. Exactly. Give me my dear John letter. You know, I mean, you know, just, right. just let it be. I mean, and again, you know, 
we all have that expectation when we're searching that we know that every op- is our opportunity. But when we don't hear from, we still think is there's an opportunity because anything could be happening on the other end, and we understand that. So you still, you know, by you leaving us lingering out here, you still have a little bit of hope until again, when you see three, four weeks goes by, it's like okay, I obviously get it. You know, I hear you, um, and I am I I totally agree you. So, um, and then. Also, the fact that, you know, all of us at some point are job seekers, right? Exactly. I've been through it. You're through it. Like, um, I think, um, you know, everyone, even the, the people on the other end, they've, they've been through the process as well. So um, I think uh, a little bit of empathy goes a long way. Exactly. I mean, and I'll tell you what's ironic. Some people, when I was working, some of the clients, some of the people I'm working with were clients. Now I'm their client. So it's like, and, and there's a saying we have back home is today is you, today is me, tomorrow it could be you, you know? Right. And, and with what the economy is showing us, it's like nobody's safe, nobody's secure. So again, have empathy, show a little respect because you might be expecting that when you get that 15 minute meeting on your calendar and then you get notified that, hey, yep. we're take, you know, the business is, is going in a different direction and that empathy that you would expect from a recruiter when you start searching, you didn't give to the candidate that was looking when you were working with them. So, you know, it's just a golden rule. Treat people how you want to be. It's a simple process. A simple auto-generated email was the fight. Yeah, I, um, I would go further than that. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> you know, if, uh, if you've taken the time to actually you know, have hiring managers interview someone and stuff. Like, I think you can go beyond that, but that's just, just, the, that's my, that's my take on it. If someone has applied and there was no interaction beyond that, I think the auto re auto ATS generated replies. I'm, I think that's an okay candidate experience, but if, if you bother to go ahead and set time with you, schedule time with hiring managers, other team members and stuff, I think you um, you deserve a little bit more than that. Um, I, and, I totally agree. And I there's totally these, agree. you know, there's these so-called, I don't know what they call it. You know, it's, it, it, it's not the Olympics, but there's like the gold medalists. They won the, you know, the job, but yeah. there's a, there's a silver and bronze, and I don't know what comes after bronze. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Try again next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no, but there's the, you know, the people that came in second, third, fourth, fifth place. Um, yeah. Ultimately, it kind of comes down to uh, to ranking and stuff. But, um, you know, you never know those second, third, fourth place finishers, you know, might be a fit for some other role that you have open currently or exactly. in a, few, a few weeks from now. And if you go ahead and sully the, uh, <laughs> sully the experience <laughs> for someone, are you going to want to go? I mean, there's really good research on this, uh, on, um, a candidate's experience directly impacts the company's consumer. Um, you know, their consumer habits that, say that if they've had a bad candidate experience and it's a consumer brand, they're, I think the figure is 80%. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 80% say if they've had a bad candidate experience and they're no, 
no longer going to shop that brand anymore. So exactly. That's a very valid point. And I was going to yeah. bring that up because like, that's what, the, that's what I meant by uh, the reader doesn't understand the lasting impact that they have oh, yeah. if they give the candidate a negative experience because they're not going to stay because they're the face of the organization. Right. And they're not going to say, Oh, I have a good experience. D, so I'm going to try truck the next time when I apply it to the company. They're just going to tank the whole entire company. Say, you know what? Yep. That company, their recruiters are so rude. And then with the community being so tight, and I'm going to say it's the community, especially on LinkedIn, you know, people share experiences. People are very open with sharing experiences. Like, don't waste your time because, again, we feel what the other person is feeling. When somebody says that, hey, I've applied 100 jobs and I've got 99 rejections or all 100 rejections, all as a community, feel that person because we may have built uh, we, we have we have may have uh, completed 50 applications it doesn't matter but the rejection is the same because sure. with each rejection you question your value question did you make the right choice a lot of us may have many of us have left company hoping for another option or better option and we took that gamble and we might start questioning our decision so there's a lot that happens behind the scenes and again and this whole experience, I'll tell you, has made me a better recruiter um, from the recruiter I was on June 13th uh, compared to the recruiter I'm going to be whenever I get my yes. Because these experiences have sharpened my tools and make sure. me more aware of what people are experiencing. I had an idea, but put this on a daily basis. And again, my community sharing their experiences, I have a better awareness. Um, and I really realized how much, you know, this title, how much weight this, this position carries and how much can truly impact somebody's negatively or positively impact yep. somebody's life. And it's just, it's just a shame that some of these recruiters are treating it as a job and not really as a life changing, uh, position that they're in. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. So switching gears a little bit, let's, let's go to, um, let's go with this. Like if you could design the ideal candidate experience or candidate journey, what would that look like? Okay. Um, one setting realistic expectations. Like I said, um, you're in the market. We understand again, not every option is our option. But I would like my recruiter to say, hey, um, this is the position. We have multiple candidates that have applied. Um, I still have to send to the hiring manager, even though you meet the minimum qualifications. The, the final decision is up to the hiring manager. Um, and I'll let you know. I'll update you in a week or a few days or um, let's say a week because, you know, two weeks to get a response is a little excessive, right? Yep. <laughs> um, but you set, set a realistic time frame. So then now I am prepared that you might come back and say, hey, the hiring manager feels that you don't have, you meet the qualifications or you don't meet the qualifications versus coming in and hyping me up and, you know, and then there's nothing after that or you reject me, you know, in, in the early stages. So ideally I want effective communication, setting realistic, realistic expectations, 
and actually, you know, develop a relationship, especially if you engage me, build mm-hmm. a relationship with me because that's what it is, you know, because even though it's my not my opportunity, I might say, hey, I had a great experience with Chuck. Chuck, this is, this is Sheila, and I would like to for Sheila for that position. So it's an ongoing relationship, um, and I might be able to, Chuck might be able to be able to um, bless Sheila, even, even though I wasn't the right candidate for the position. It's a network. That's all that it is. But it's one continuous network, and it's such a close network, even though, you know, everybody's spread out all over the place, but we're still in the same community, the recruiting community. And um, so the ideal candidate experience is effective communication, setting realistic, uh, um, realistic expectations, um, respect, make that person feel valued because they still come with acquired skills. However, it may not be that your company is looking for right now, but they still should be valued for the skills that they do have. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, um, and you, you've made this point a few times, the communications being at the top of it. But, <laughs> um, but setting expectations and then building a relationship, um, I think that uh, gets us away from the sort of trans, transactional process. Exactly. Which, yeah, which a lot of recruiting, it unfortunately, is and more into relationship building and, you know, building, you know, networking, as you mentioned, you know, and it's for the long term. It's not for the, you know, trans- quick transaction. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah. And it's also brand, brand management too, right? Because I'm like, right. there's a recruiter right now that um, I wasn't a fit for the position after, and he did everything that I just mentioned. He, he recognized my value. He set the expectation that I need to present the hiring manager. It didn't work out, but I tell you, that was the best customer experience, client recruitment experience that I've had in a long time. And to the point that we still communicate, he still checks up on me and see how I'm doing. And that is, and that's a lot. I I would have loved the job, but the relationship that he and I have now, because of how he treated me in one of my most vulnerable stages of life, it's like it's value to his character and to the company's brand because somebody hired him based on what what he's good at and they recognize that and now he's selecting the company, you know, um, he's showcasing the, the company in a very positive light. And I would refer anybody to him because of that experience. And actually there's a few other readers um, that have been the same way. I plan on shouting them up on my Wednesday post, but not when, 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 one of my posts on LinkedIn um, to recognize that, you know, even though you it, that wasn't your opportunity, the experience was so positive that you feel like you did get the job. Yeah, no, um, that's great to hear. And I'm, and I'm glad uh, that you have a, a venue and a voice to go ahead and, and share that with other people. I think all too often um, <laughs> we hear about, I don't know, what's the latest negative buzzword yes. quiet quitters right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we hear about we hear about that and then you know we don't hear about like the positives that are going on there so i i appreciate um appreciate you bringing that up and then i i did notice that you are 
Um, you do post about good, uh, good karma bank. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, maybe the, the, is the good karma bank the opposite uh, or the antithesis? It's the antithesis of quiet quitting. <laughs> so, um, well, it's, just a, it's, a, it's just another way to uh, what we would say is don't pull out, right? Because, yeah. again, this has been a journey. And um, it, you can tell someone privately, you know, I appreciate you. And sometimes I feel I've been blessed to encounter some of the people that I've encountered, the support that I'm receiving. And I feel sometimes just saying I appreciate you in a message, a private message, not enough because... I mean, their impact and their support of has just took me to the core. And it's like, I am astounded by, again, all the support that I'm receiving from people that I know and even strangers. Um, and so that's why I made me think I was like, the good karma bank, because it's all about what you put out, what you're going to get. And so people that take the time to pour into me and say, see, you're doing a good job. I, I wish you the best. Even if they don't have opportunities, for me but just again carrying me on is like hey i i wish you know i'm sending you a withdrawal i mean i'm taking a withdrawal and sending good karma your way because you didn't have to do that you know you you didn't have to do that and it's just and just an elevated way of saying i thank you i appreciate you for taking the time and other people might be feeling that way so the bank is open to everybody you know <laughs> you make your deposits and you make your withdrawals good karma bank yeah I, and it it all that all gets back to building relationships for exactly. the long term. Yeah. Exactly. Great stuff. So what like folks that are listening to this um there and lots of them are in position for hiring and stuff like is there like an ideal job that you're looking for like can you give some details so people if they if they have that or know of that that they could you know help you out in your employment journey like describe your ideal job um one that lasts longer than a year <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> we gotta start somewhere and, <laughs> to be honest you, with you um yeah <laughs> um you know my my requirements have um changed drastically um i no, but simply is i just want to be able to use my gifts and my passion and my passion is again I know it's a broken record and you've heard it all throughout this podcast, but it's relationship building. I, I, I am people. I love people. And um, it's just, I want to be close to helping impact, positively impacting people's lives as much as I can. And, um, and I need to be in that position where I can give people their yes. Um, I basically, I enjoy putting people that have potential um, that just checks off all the boxes, but just driven because I used to be that person. Tish Moore recognized, and I have to shout her out because she started me out on this journey, and I'm grateful for it because she recognized something in me because I had no idea um, what was going to happen at the end of that job fair, but she hired me on the spot, gave me that opportunity, and she planted that seed so that I would just want to carry that forward. Um, against diversity is something that's very important to me. Um, making sure that uh, representation does matter, that people that mm -hmm. look like have opportunities um, available to them that may not necessarily be available to them. I've been put in positions, fortunately put into positions where um, I wouldn't normally come across 
a, a recruiter that looks like myself. But I think that everything is just, you know, strategically designed by the universe. And so make it people comfortable with my presence and therefore they'll be comfortable with the presence of others. So my ideal situation is where I can feel value and I can positively impact people and where um, what I am passionate about and allow me to be creative, uh, you know, and gotcha. not put me in a box. Gotcha. Awesome. Oh, and pay me very well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I mean, after all, it is work and not volunteerism. So exactly. uh, I, I totally understand. If you could give, like, uh, you know, some advice to others that are currently seeking a job, what advice would you offer them? Uh, awesome. Um, yeah, what it is, uh, my advice is you're going to get a job. You're going to end up working. You're not going to yep. be unemployed forever. That's the reality, right? Your journey is just going to take a little bit longer or a little bit shorter. Do not compare your success or your failures to somebody else's success. That's first and foremost. We can get locked, we could get, um, and I've, I've got caught up on LinkedIn saying, oh my God, that person just got laid off, just got a job later. I'm going on, I promised myself I would stop counting, but I think I'm around four months or three months or, or along those lines. But once you start comparing yourself to others, that's where you can set yourself back. So just enjoy your journey as much as you can because there are positives along the way because there's going to be people that who are going to support you that you didn't know that would support you um there's something that you're supposed to learn during this downtime whether you acquire additional skills or you're supposed to meet the right person or develop you know stronger you know soft skills become more resilient you know find your voice and your passion yep. so um uh that and just you know patient you know there's people who are cheering you on and want to help you and, and just embrace the journey as hard as it is at times because you've got bills to pay and families to take care of. But there's a lesson that you're supposed to be learning during this downtime. And awesome. you will get your, and you will get your yes. Hashtag yes. Hashtag yes. I love yeah. it. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm on board with everything you said there. See, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how can they do so? Um, definitely. They can contact me or me on LinkedIn. I'm very active there. Um, I am at B-E-E Commodore, um, not, not related to Lionel Richie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't sing. Um, I am author of Win Win Wednesday Post, um, and the Good Karma Bank, as Chuck mentioned earlier. Um, so thing about the win-win Wednesday, I have to plug that, is that if we're connected and you're looking for work and I post one Wednesday and share your uh, profile with my network and get your hashtag guest, um, I will send you out a nifty win-win Wednesday alumni mug. And nice. if you're just a general supporter of win-win Wednesday, you might get a nifty mug that says, I support win-win Wednesday. Um, I'm also, uh, I also post on Mondays, inspirational quotes, just to start the week off mental health Mondays. Um, cause I feel that's also very important just to, again, start the week off positive on a positive note because everybody Monday is not the same. Um, and that's how you can pretty much reach me. And that's what you can expect stories, 
um, experiences, you know, just positive vibes on. Great. Dee, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, and I am so honored that you um, wanted to talk and hear what I had to say. Thanks for listening to the Candidate Experience Podcast. You can reach out to us via our website, thecx.xyz. That's T-H-E-C-X dot X-Y-Z.